Let me be straight with you. This is a radio commercial for three small business insurance. The policy has no fine print. It's clear what's covered. So while you can't see the following scene, just know that this pet store is protected by three. Joe, did you leave the snake tank open? Look, I don't want to point fingers, but yes. It's biting me. Sorry, sir. I'm calling my lawyer. They're going to need some help with this mess. Luckily, they have three. No fine print, just exceptional coverage. Three is a product of Berkshire Hathaway Direct Insurance Company. Three, no nonsense, just common sense. Welcome to another episode of the Dishing with Donna show featuring Chef Megan. <laughs> that officially has become our official opening. I like it. I love it. I'm singing my own praises. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the week of Valentine's Day. Yes. Oh, my heart has gotten so big. I love Valentine's Day. Well, not everybody does. Who doesn't like Valentine's Day? Uh, people that are single. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they have Galentines, right? Galentines. Isn't that a thing? I, yes, I actually teach a Galentine's Day cooking class. Nice. Yeah. For all the gals For all out the other there people. together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. When I was a kid, Remember when you were in the classroom and your parents like made you give valentines to everybody? You have to. Yeah. yeah. You well, No, you had to then, though, too, because mm-hmm. you don't want to leave anybody out. Sure. I, I loved those valentines if you get the little candy hearts in there. And, <laughs> and if it was the boy in the class that you had a crush on, you're like, you totally read into it. Do you think he really means it? <laughs> well, I love Valentine's Day. I have always loved Valentine's Day. Even if I was single, doesn't matter. I've just always enjoyed it. Now, my husband now, he can't stand Valentine's Day. So you're getting nothing. <laughs> well, no, he still he still mans up for me because he knows that I love it. You know, right. but yeah. he goes, I love you every day. Why do I need to have a day that says it? And I know so many other people that agree yeah. with that way of thinking. So many people agree with that thinking. It's just a commercial holiday just to make money. Well, maybe we change it into something that's more like a check in with yourself on Valentine's Day. I like that I mean, idea. I mean, you want to a love yourself mm-hmm. just because you're awesome love uh, yourself yeah it's a big one this year that is very true yeah um i did a little digging because i do know that valentine's day the most more money is spent on valentine's day right after christmas it's oh. like christmas number one that you spend yeah. the most money on valentine's day is number two sweet right and then uh <laughs> now 2020 kind of doesn't count because that was like let's just forget that that happened um but going back to 2019 back when everything was normal 20 billion, 20 billion dollars was spent on Valentine's Day gifts. What? 20 billion. Does that include like bottles of champagne and that includes anything and everything that you would buy for a Valentine's Day? I love this. Out of the 20 billion dollars of gifts, 145 million of that money was on cards alone. Wow. Including all the cards for school that we were just talking about. Just cards in general. And it is uh, second behind Christmas also for the biggest card giving holiday. Wow. I know. Well, how much money do you think one couple normally spends on Valentine's? Whether they go out for dinner, whether they cook at home, the gifts, whatever. Just everything involved in a Valentine's Day experience between a couple. What do you think is the average money spent? $200. Did you look at my notes? No, I teach cooking classes. (laughs) I teach cooking classes. (laughs) So I want them to spend it on my cooking class. Yes, you're exactly right. $200 (laughs) is the average money spent on Valentine's Day to include dinner and usually flowers or candy or something. Yeah. A gift. Right. Done. 
And that comes with or without an expensive bottle of champagne. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a great kind of segue to lead us to, um, you mentioned the cooking classes, because Valentine's Day dinners are usually synonymous with whatever you do on Valentine's Day. Right. And thanks to go back to our last episode, the trends of 2021, everybody's cooking at home this year. Mm-hmm. So, we came to the table right in here on this episode with some cooking dinner ideas for you to do this Valentine's Day at home with your sweetie to impress them um, or to impress yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like it. what you were saying. Back, love yourself. I know. Now, the, the recipe and the idea that I am I'm going to talk about this episode today is basically for beginners because what's a gift that a lot of couples give to each other if you are somebody that does not cook you attempt to cook as your <laughs> gift for your other person you're going the extra mile they see the effort oh they love the effort oh look you tried yeah. to bake or cook or yeah. whatever so I've got a very simple recipe yet it's still super impressive for the people out there that don't cook who want to cook for Valentine's Day. Okay. And what about you? Mine is equally as simple. It's just organized differently on the plate. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be very simple and it's going to have a lot of vegetables involved. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's in order to keep oneself healthy for Valentine's. So I think the biggest gift that you can give on Valentine's Day is healthy food because that helps you and your longevity. True. So, I mean, if you want want your sweetheart around for for your sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you want to go first? Uh, Sure. Go for it. So um, my Valentine plate looks like this. It's with a beautiful piece of roasted salmon. Okay, I love salmon. And I usually keep it kind of plain. Otherwise, I'll make a pesto. Mm -hmm. Now, the other night, I had a class, and I made a watercress pesto. And I'm just dancing right now, just thinking about it, because it was so dang good. It sounds good. I love pesto. And I just... Especially homemade pesto. Yeah, and it's super easy to do Mm -hmm. and super fresh. You know, just with your garlic and your nuts. You could do pine nuts to make it really rich or you can just do walnuts if Mm. you want to you know bring it down just a little bit Uh, because pine nuts are quite expensive they are that's the only bummer side mm. to making your own pesto is the pine nuts are a little bit on the pricey side well I replace them with walnuts too so you can um, save a little there yeah and then some of it with basil and some of it with watercress. So you get that little flavor of basil, but watercress is so high in nutrients. It's like it's like the number one leafy green oh, wow. on nutrient content. Okay. So the more nutrients we have in our body, the more loving we're going to be. There are studies. There are studies. That is true. You know, the healthy food equals higher love vibe. So, uh, so <laughs> She's after, doing a little dance yeah, in the chair right now. So after the salmon with the little bit of pesto on mm-hmm. it I'm going to ha- put parmesan cheese in your pesto uh I can yes okay. I, I do and if I have vegan clients we just put nutritional yeast in there instead gotcha. so it's kind of has that parmesan cheesy yes. flavor yes. to it yeah and then um, we're going to go with some roasted sweet potatoes mm-hmm and probably if if you were my sweetheart I would make you Brussels sprouts Thank you. Uh, but I'm going to do a green vegetable I'm kind of going to look at the store and see what looks good so What's either fresh? asparagus broccoli Brussels sprouts mm-hmm. um, you know something nice okay. and green and then I love the craziest thing I love sauteed or roasted 
red cabbage. Okay. Super heart healthy. Um, I've never tried that. Red cabbage. Oh my gosh. I, I roast it. And then that red cabbage, what I'll do is when I pull it out, it gets very uh, wilty. Yes. And very edible. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know when you eat uh, cabbage when it's raw, it kind of squeaks yeah, in your I'm teeth. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Well, mm. a lot of times people have digestion problems with that. So mm. when you roast it, 15 minutes in the oven. Okay. It will break that down a little bit and it will be so delicious. I, I drizzle it with olive oil, salt, pepper, and then when I pull it out, I put goat cheese and mm. maybe a little drizzle of balsamic vinegar. Yum. So the balsamic vinegar on there kind of makes it fancy. I would fancy. definitely try that. It makes Plus goat cheese makes everything better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. And for dessert, uh-huh. I would make a creme brulee. I love now that's fancy, but it's not. Now, it's do you have really a torch to torch. The I top do. Of it? I have a couple of torches. Nice. Yeah. So true chef has yeah, a torch. I got a little one and a big one. Uh, <laughs> and I love probably just the plainest creme brulee the most. Okay. Uh, maybe if there was like an orange flavor in there. Kind of like or, a vanilla. Or vanilla, yeah. Really. So that's kind of what I think of as mm-hmm. the original flavors. Yes. Just like vanilla and then... There's a lot of restaurants that are now getting really creative with their creme brulee. Strawberry creme brulee, raspberry yeah. creme brulee. Or chocolate. Chocolate, yes, yes. exactly. But I, I like the I like the basic. I like the original. I adore... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Well, I love that glass ceiling mm-hmm. on that. I love the crispy thing. And I, you know, I don't eat a lot of sugar, but mm. when I do... That's going to be my go-to. So if I'm at a restaurant and there is creme brulee, I'm like, okay, who That's wants what you order? Who wants to split this with me? <laughs> <laughs> split? What are yeah. you talking about? Well, you they're know. so small already, and those little oh, ramekins. Oh no! So I've got the whole setup. I've got a ramekin uh, rack. Mm-hmm. So because you set it in water yes. in order to cook it, and so I have so a whole good. book on creme brulee. Oh, you do? I didn't write it, but. <laughs> Uh, somebody else wrote it. It was a, like a gift. Somebody gave yeah. me this creme brulee because yeah. it's my favorite dessert. I really want to try your roasted red cabbage with goat cheese and balsamic vinegar because I also it's, love balsamic vinegar. Yeah. I mean, that tang yeah. can just make anything be so good. Did we, sidebar, grilling romaine lettuce for a Caesar salad. Did mm. we get that idea from you? Uh, could be. My yeah. husband and I? Uh, I can't remember who did we get that idea from. And now if we can't mm. grill it... Uh, again, grilling your romaine lettuce to make a, a Caesar salad in, oh my in a full entity without yeah. chopping it up. Yeah. Well, if you can't grill your romaine lettuce or whatever, uh, you can do it. You can roast it. Yeah. And that's what we've done. Oh. So that's what that's where my mind was going with that. And it was making me hungry for that. Because we also put uh, fresh shade Parmesan and then just balsamic, a little yeah. drizzle of the balsamic done. And it is so good and yet delicious and looks like it should be on a restaurant plate oh. to the eye. Well, when I did work in a restaurant, um, our... Um, Caesar salad was full leaf Caesar tossed and it's just lays there pile you know you don't even have to chop it up yeah so it's so good oh my gosh wow and that's the traditional original Mm -hmm. Caesars were done Mm -hmm. like that so so your Valentine's Day dinner from start to finish how much do you think it would take to cook all of it and serve uh, like how much time or how yeah. much money? No, time. Oh, well, for me. <laughs> Not for you, for the people listening. The, no, it, it, you could do it in less than an hour if it's okay. for two people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking dinner for twos here. Okay, for to two. me, I broil the salmon. So the salmon is 10 minutes mm-hmm. tops mm-hmm. for cooking time. Right. And the cabbage is 15 minutes 
the green vegetable could go with the cabbage okay. and the sweet potatoes would probably be more like 30 minutes. Okay. So dicing up or you could keep the potato or you could do a um, Hasselback, which is the sliced where it looks all together. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And it's a or cutting you, technique. Or you could do the uh, diced, roasted, you know, whatever, whipped. Mm-hmm. Whipped is really good. And I'm then you, not a fan of the whipped. Oh, there's some fresh ginger. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not, mm. I would like them. Uh, you would like chopped. my whipped. You'd like it if I whipped your sweet potato. <laughs> I'll like it if you whip me. Whip your potato. Um, no, I, I, I just recently, again, like Brussels sprouts, has started to develop and acquire a taste for sweet potatoes. I've never really cared for them. Mm. And the way that I uh, finally found a way that I like them is where they're almost burnt. Oh, they're yeah. not. Yeah. But they're so close to being, they're super charred. Yeah. And I devoured them. They were so good. So last night we made sweet potato wedges. Yes. And what I do is I boil them for about five minutes before. First. Yeah, before I grill them. And okay. then we put them in a grill pan, a cast iron grill pan. And oh, so you yeah, get yeah. the grill marks on them. Yeah, yeah. And then you can, you know, hold them in the oven while you're waiting for the rest of your dinner. Mm. But um, the, the trick is to boil them ahead of time because if you put roasted, if you're putting the sweet potato on the grill, it takes so long to cook that. Mm-hmm. And then you're just charring. Same with a charring. potato, a white yeah. potato. Yeah. yeah, and then you're the just charring potato. it and still sometimes a little yeah, hard. Yeah, so. I agree. Well, my dinner, by the way, my mouth is like salivating right now because everything you just said <laughs> sounds so good. And even though you're just more steps and more layers and more stuff in general than what yeah. I'm about to say, it's like what you said, it's still simple. Anybody yeah. can do it. Yeah. Absolutely. If you just focus, you know, if you're not somebody that cooks all the time, it's just, it takes an hour of some focus and you'll, you'll be surprised at how much more simplistic it is than what you probably think it is. How many vegetables are in your dish? One. One vegetable. I do have a vegetable in my dish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was actually, the reason I brought up the Caesar salad is because my dish would be great to be accompanied by a Caesar salad, but the actual dish is a one pan meal, an entire meal that only requires one pan. It's for the beginners. Okay. Okay. And this is one of my favorite things in the world. It is chicken Parmesan, which I love, 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 Mm. with zucchini medallions. Oh, Okay, now, to me, chicken parmesan is just so widely beloved. I just feel like, like who <laughs> anything <doesn't>, parmesan, <laughs> right? Who doesn't love chicken parm? I mean, who? It's like a. It has a nickname. What chicken parm? Chicken parm. It's like a. It's like a <laughs> loving a fuzzy kitten or puppy breath. You just love it. <laughs> Everybody loves puppy a fuzzy breath. kitten and. Ch- Puppies. So anyway, <laughs> it's universally adored. Um, and then if you add the zucchini medallions onto it, what? The puppy breath. I'm I back here it. in puppy breath. Who loves, who doesn't love little puppy I breath? I know, I know. Um, but anyway, so now if you do the classic traditional style of chicken parm it is more steps you have to pound out uh your chicken breast with a meat tenderizer make it a little bit thinner um you have to dredge it so you have to prepare you know your flour and your egg and all this stuff then you actually have to fry it you know it takes more steps all right that's usually how i cook it but this beginner way is get a cast iron skillet a medium-sized cast iron skillet if you don't have a cast iron skillet that's fine you can just get a pan it doesn't have to be a cast iron skillet it just I love cast iron. Oh, so do I. Mean, I. Just take so them, do I. Right? And it looks love. great. Right. It's great yeah. for photography for your yeah. Instagram. Yeah. But anyway, and you just take your chicken breast, you cut your chicken breast in half because it cooks 
quicker, yep. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to pound it out a little bit thinner, you can. You don't have to. Um, you get your favorite tomato sauce. Now, I like to make my own tomato sauces. Oh, yeah. One of the things that Donna does well is making sauces from scratch of all different kinds. I love it. That's kind of like my thing. It's my zen. But you don't have to. So you just get your favorite tomato sauce. Go ahead and pour the tomato sauce into the cast iron skillet. You're going to lay your chicken pieces around the cast iron skillet throughout. And then you take your take your mozzarella cheese and then you sprinkle it all on top. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you just pop that bad boy into the oven and you're going to cook it there for probably about 30 minutes. Take it out. You're going to slice up some zucchini mm-hmm. and then the medallions. So they're nice and round, just the, your zucchini rounds. And you just kind of shuffle that into the top of the pan, almost like a top little pretty layer, back in the oven for like another eight minutes or whatnot. And then you're done. Really? It's so easy. And yeah. yet, can I tell you? Mm hmm. Instagram worthy. It's oh, beautiful, especially yeah. if you have the cast iron skillet. There you go. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I'm going to put up a picture of it um, on my uh, my Instagram. Yeah. So if you want to go check it out, that's Dishing with Donna, and you can see for yourself. And I'll just kind of post this for you. So if you want to do the easy the easy version, you can do the easy version. If you want to take the time and do the actual classic traditional version, uh, we can talk about that another time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say one of the other things is instead of a salad for um, the appetizer, you could make like a roasted tomato basil soup Mm. and you take those same tomatoes instead of making it into a sauce you're making it into a soup so Mm -hmm. I took fresh tomatoes yes they're greenhouse grown they're beautiful and sliced them up put them on my sheet pan olive oil salt pepper Mm. and roasted those and those were part in the soup with yes. fresh basil and a little bit more tomato and some veggie stock and oh my so gosh right now I- <laughs> <laughs> Megan and I just so you guys know we talked about should we bring in these dishes here to the studio for each other to try and then we're just like no it's just it's, they're so I don't well, know hearty and big and needs well, to be fresh yeah. and cooked right out of an oven type of a situation so we didn't do that to taste well we always bring something yes so, we um, do I think it's kind of fun oh and can I just sidebar yes I also love spinach oh. in my uh, chicken parm dishes okay. that's just a, a me thing so if I was going to serve that what I just told you on your plate I would probably put a bed of spinach down on the bottom and then put my cheesy, oh. saucy chicken and oh, zucchinis yeah. on top of nice. that. Nice. And that, that spinach will wilt really exactly. easily. Exactly. Yeah. All yeah. right. So speaking of tasting, what do you got going on, man? Okay. Well, since in a celebration of Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. I I know I might have talked about these before, but they're my favorite thing. I actually eat them for breakfast sometimes. Okay. Oh. This is my Valentine version of Fat Bombs. Oh. And I had to bring them in my cooler here because I want to keep them frozen. So this is a dessert. This is a dessert. And in the shape of little hearts because Aww. I have a silicone mode yes. mold. So those She's handing are me here. Let me tell you what's in there. Okay. Cocoa powder. Should I taste it first? Then you tell me. What's okay. Yep. Because if there's a vegetable in here. No, there's not a vegetable okay. in there. <laughs> they're, then keep going. <laughs> they're, they're creamy peanut butter, cocoa Ooh. powder, and coconut oil. There's a little bit of sweetness in there, which is monk fruit. Mm. So I have a chocolate liquid monk fruit. Monk fruit is a great substitution for making something sweet yeah. without having to add sugar. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, so so and when you mm. when you melt those together, 
just and put them in a candy mold or you could just put them in a, a, a square or a, a loaf pan or mm-hmm. something and then you can just cut pieces but mm. um i love the uh, shape when they're in the little hearts great and these are dark chocolate yeah dark chocolate dark chocolate's mm-hmm. healthier for you on so many levels we'll talk about that next episode yeah and that is so convenient and easy mm. i keep them in the freezer so i use a oh, super creamy peanut good. butter yes actually i'm gonna tell you the secret the secret more? is at aldi <laughs> yes you may have more well they're little yeah fyi they're little so they're little hearts they're just so easy to have around and they're that you make them in like five minutes mm. because the coconut oil is very melty yes you get a super creamy peanut butter and aldi has i swear the creamiest organic peanut butter really it's aldi yes okay love the aldi then cocoa powder dark chocolate cocoa uh, you can use anything from dark chocolate hershey's or just cacao powder which is you know a lot of the b vitamins are in there mm-hmm. so when we eat chocolate like this we are actually helping mm. our body to be a so happy because your mouth is happy i'm already smiling i know it's like <laughs> i just love chocolate and i love dessert yeah and the, that chocolate <laughs> is so good. full of antioxidants and all those things good for you so thank you and they're in hearts perfect for valentine's day yeah because how can you have valentine's day without something chocolate or or something with a heart or something with a heart (laughs) Mm, i can't talk right now hang on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's delicious. Now, where can they find this recipe, Megan? Oh, that will be on healthyeating101.com and my Instagram, Chef Megan 101 So I have done these for years, so they just keep getting better and better. So it's um, if you don't have monk fruit, you can use stevia, you can use honey, you can use maple syrup. I mean, you can, mm. you can truly flavor them. Yeah, there's uh, a lot with, of different substitutions out there for sugar if you want a little bit healthier kick and less guilt yeah i might have to eat one more before we go yeah later. they're all yours oh well happy valentine's day happy valentine's day it's happy a day of love it's it's a time to think about all the other people that you love but also taking care of you i love that yeah i love that <laughs> <laughs> all right so we gotta get going uh, make sure you check out um our previous podcast because you had mentioned your fat bombs yes. which is a dessert that she talked about in a previous episode share share the link uh, tell people about the episode spread the word spread the love yeah spread the love yeah. it's Valentine's Day yeah 2021 I love you Megan oh, I love you too I love this podcast yeah. and I love all of you guys listening thank you thank you thank you and do we have an ending a song the love boat oh gosh that <laughs> ship that? sailed <laughs> <laughs> have a good one you guys uh, love Bye. you <laughs>